0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us on the Weekly Standard to solve a media puzzle for us is Michael Warren. Michael, thanks so much for your time. Could you explain to us Breitbart Gate or Michelle Fields Gate or WWE? What do we what are we gating this as, Michael?
1: Uh that's to be determined at this point.
0: Uh, so, so TBA gate.
1: Right, right, exactly. Okay. The gate committee has not officially <laughs> announced, um, but I'll I'll try to explain it as succinctly as I can. Uh, So the other night, Tuesday night, uh, after Trump wins uh, pretty big on the second Super Tuesday primary night, he gives this press conference in Florida at one of his clubs uh, and then is leaving the press conference, uh, is being mobbed by press and and other folks asking him questions. Uh, one reporter at uh, at Breitbart, which, uh, for those who don't know, Breitbart.com is the uh, is the legacy of Andrew Breitbart. Um, uh, after Andrew Breitbart died, it was sort of taken over by uh, a lot of uh, colorful people who uh, <laughs> have sort of become the, I like to call them the Pravda of the Trump campaign. Um, they are very pro-Trump, uh, is maybe a nicer way of putting it. Uh, They're friendly to Trump. Um, and uh, And so a reporter... Who is not normally on the trump beat um who is uh who's normally not on the trump beat uh but is it was there that night filling in for someone who is uh was there and was asking donald trump a question or trying to ask donald trump a question uh she her name is michelle fields Uh, you may have seen her on fox news she um Goes up to and let me
0: let me up right there just because it adds more context. I think Michelle Fields is pretty well known in conservative media. She's you know she's definitely not part of the liberal media establishment. She's not a you know a CNN gotcha kind of person. Uh, and like you said, she's been a Fox. She's written I think for the Daily Caller if I'm not mistaken before so that. She
1: had her start there and and, uh, and but but uh, more importantly, she works for Breitbart, which again is a very friendly outlet for uh, for Trump. Um, yes, so she goes to ask this question, uh, and uh, in in her telling and in, her, in the telling of a Washington Post reporter who was standing right uh, next to her, a uh, somebody pulled on her arm as she's asking Donald Trump a question and pulled her toward the ground, uh, leaving her arm bruised, and uh, uh, which were, there are pictures of that, uh, and uh, uh, and and essentially you know assaulting her. Uh, so she was unable to ask uh, Trump the question. The Washington Post reporter. Uh, was able to identify the person who pulled uh, her down, who pulled Michelle down, uh, as Corey Lewandowski, the campaign manager of the Trump campaign. Uh, And, uh, in fact, was writing a story about Corey Lewandowski and was able to, was trying to talk to him when he saw it happen. Uh, And so shortly after that incident happened, uh, uh, Michelle Fields' boyfriend, who is at the Daily Caller, a, a senior editor there named Jamie Weinstein, tweeted out the fact that this happened, that uh, my girlfriend, Michelle Fields, was just pulled down by Corey Lewandowski. Um, So all of this happened Tuesday night. Uh, And in the days since, there has been a sort of confusing, and uh, I'm not even quite sure of the exact timeline because so many things have happened, a confusing uh, sort of situation where Breitbart has uh, confirmed that this incident happened. Uh, Michelle has has written that it's happened. Uh, The Trump campaign has variously said that it uh, it did happen, but that it was a mistake. And now their position is that it didn't happen and that Michelle Fields is uh, delusional and lying about it. Uh, And uh, elements of Breitbart as a news organization are currently at this moment casting doubt on their own reporters uh, 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 retelling of the situation. So uh, needless to say, it's all a really big mess. And um, has left. I think everybody really confused uh, about uh, what exactly is going on.
0: Now, I want to add just one, the small little sliver that I can add, uh, which is that there is an audio tape of the encounter, and the audio tape confirms. Uh, you know, it doesn't obviously have the audio of her being dragged to the ground by the campaign manager for Trump, but the as she told the story, the the she asked, the eyewitness account that you mentioned from the Washington Post. All of that, there's this audio tape. So it's 99.99% certain that what has happened is what happened. You know, I don't, I don't want to look like a Neanderthal here. I think that a reporter getting in a counter with a person they're trying to cover, while it's the wrong thing to do and legitimately upset about, it's not like the biggest crisis in the world. There's a little bit of you're in a scrum, you're trying to get to somebody, something might happen. It is, Michael, the response of the Trump campaign, including Donald Trump, who's now gotten involved, that I is, to me, jaw-droppingly bizarre. Am I wrong?
1: I think so. Um, The fact that they... Just to add even a little more context to this complicated story, a a Daily Beast story came out the next day after this incident happened, uh, in which uh, the the writer there said that sources uh, within Breitbart told uh, told him, told this reporter, that Breitbart's editor, uh, one of its political editors, uh, had been told by Corey Lewandowski that the incident had in fact happened, uh, but that he had made a mistake because he thought that this reporter was from a mainstream media outlet and not from Breitbart, which <laughs> setting setting aside like the, the, the fact that that still doesn't make assault okay um, did seem to confirm that it that that the campaign was admitting that it did happen. And then hours later the campaign released a statement and has stood by that that it didn't happen. Uh, and I agree with you that it's the, it's the, uh, it's the determination against all evidence uh, to say that this didn't happen and that Donald Trump himself is saying that the reporter who said this made this up. Um, and you add to all of that what I think is is uh, emerging now in the last several days and weeks is a sort of culture within the Trump campaign of, of actually using uh, or encouraging physical violence against those who uh, uh, disagree. Uh, you see this in uh, the, the recent report of the 78-year-old Trump supporter at the rally, who, uh, as a protester, was being led out of the event, uh, com- just completely uh, unprovoked, sucker-punched him. Uh, that that uh, Trump supporter has now been arrested. Uh, and add to that uh, the fact that Donald Trump often says things that seem to encourage uh, violence uh, at, the, at, the, uh, at the rallies. I think that all sort of uh, is important to remember, and when we're discussing this, which I agree is um, uh, in and of itself may not be that, that, that big of a deal, the fact that things get a little rough uh, in a campaign uh, with reporters. Uh, but if, if what Michelle Fields says is true, that she was literally pulled toward the ground, um, th- that does seem to be a little more than simply somebody getting jostled around in a press scrum. that, that there was uh, intent uh, to harm her and to stop her from trying to do her job. and, and that, That's problematic.
0: And not only that, but it wasn't just a security guard or an enthusiastic volunteer. It was the campaign manager for Donald Trump who puts a WWE move on a reporter and then despite eyewitnesses and audio tape continues to say it didn't happen. So Michael Warren, imagine President Donald Trump and this crew in the White House with the power that comes from the presidency
1: uh well i'm uh, horrified by <laughs> you mentioning that michael but uh i mean look this is in, in all seriousness i think that there's more to this story than simply a, a kind of media story about whether or not uh, a reporter was treated fairly by a campaign blah 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 i do think there's something bigger here and it has to do with the fact that this reporter was not from the New York Times, was not from CNN or the Washington Post, but was from a, an outlet that, again, I can't stress this enough, is very friendly to Donald Trump. Um, that this happened to one of their reporters and the outlet itself is being cagey about it. They've said, we believe this has happened and, and that Corey Lewandowski should apologize. But then again, they're, they're printing now their, 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 uh, these uh, other video evidence that maybe casts doubt on, on what Michelle Field says. The fact that and Jonathan Last has written about this for the Weekly Standard, and I know that uh, you've read about this and our readers have. Uh, it, it shows how corrupting Donald Trump is, uh, that a news outlet would essentially kind of halfway throw their reporter under the bus in the name of sort of protecting its uh, its role within uh, the sort of uh, Trump media. Uh, uh, system here. Right. And, and I think that is very concerning uh, if we do have a President Trump, uh, what that relationship would be like uh, with the rest of the press. Was um, there any kind of chilling effect that comes from this? Um, I do think there's something more serious uh, and, and worrisome going on here. And Just the fact that this is something that uh, is seen to be uh, okay or, or, or dismissed uh, instead of uh, roundly, uh, uh, you know, condemned by Donald Trump himself Um, it's, it's, it's
0: all disturbing. And then there's also this people who are willing to stand up and say, what wrestling move that didn't happen. And you, and there are eyewitnesses and there's audio tape. It's very scary to have people working in politics who are prepared to look at us, the people, the voters and say, I'm going to tell you things that everybody knows are not true. I know they're not true. You know that I know they're not true. I'm just going to say them anyway, and that's that. Deal with it. Man, that sure does remind me a lot of the last seven and a half years we've already had.
1: If this is the way that Donald Trump uh, and Donald Trump's campaign treats its friends, um, imagine what it will be like for those who are not so friendly. I think that, uh, combined with um, the increasing level of power, even as a campaign is not a nominee yet, not the president yet, uh, Trump still has power now um, uh, with the, you know, having law enforcement and secret service and, and all of that um, uh, around him that all of that, I think, should be uh, concerning and uh, uh, consider me concerned, to say the least.
0: Michael Warren, thanks so much for joining us for the Weekly Standard po- Podcast. We will take your concern under advisement.
1: <laughs> thanks, Michael.
0: You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check WeeklyStandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.